0: The Crap Beercast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Howdy.
1: Wells. That's Wells. How are you now? Good. Good.
0: I
2: feel like I'm at least a couple gaseous ounces lighter.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh,
0: so media times, anything? I've, I've got two things.
1: I watch the Marvels. All right. <laughs> it's a movie. Okay. Fair. You know, like I really like. The, uh, the the actress and the whole character of Kamala Khan, I think it's great. Right. It's 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 nice. It's lighthearted. Whatever. They're still trying to make Captain Marvel be like female Tony Stark in terms of the like, oh look at me, I'm snarky and I make you know funny faces and stuff like that. Like the the, the mugging for the camera, just like it, it gets a little a little much. Um, if you watch the pitch meeting for it it pretty much sums up everything in the MCU. It's, it's fine. You're not missing anything.
0: Yeah, I haven't missed anything in the it's MCU a, in a long time.
1: Especially like like the first like minute and a half of the pitch meeting where like the running gag is the fact that the villain is forgettable. 100%. I couldn't name the villain right now if you made me. So. I have a gun to
0: your head. Who's the
1: villain? Something L. Darnell. Darn Darnell. Oh, wait. No, that's the grand man. My bad. My name is Earl. Cool. Well, Wells, you watch anything recently?
0: Um, I'm I'm playing any video games besides Baldur's Gate
2: Besides Baldur's Gate, no. Uh, it's been it's very, very few hours dedicated to Baldur's Gate. Um, lately, just life has gotten in the way. But I will say I'm so incredibly proud. I come home today and uh, Liz is playing Mass Effect 2. Because she's
0: the best Mass Effect
2: because she's finished Mass Effect 1. And I'm just like
0: <gasps> She's
2: like, "Yeah, I didn't know that like some of these like quests were missable or that this was like the last whatever." So, I guess I'm going to have to do like a new playthrough soon. I'm so freaking happy right now. Like, and I would assume that's the legendary edition. Of course. Okay. Yeah, so it's not like me playing, but definitely me just like sitting around dicking around on my phone and then just like occasionally like looking up and just Watching somebody else play Mass Effect Two, I'm like, oh, this is this is just wonderful. just wonderful." I love I love Mass Effect so much.
1: So but then he turned off YouTube and paid attention to his girlfriend. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs>
1: Anywho, <laughs> Josh is with me. It's fine. I,
0: I am. Uh, so this will come no to no surprise to any of you that actually kind of know how I play video games, but um, Sea of Stars has got me by the the balls right now never heard of it it is a love letter to chrono trigger from the snes days never heard of that i am a jrpg nerd um through and through that's my that's my jam japan rpg right japanese rpg yes okay cool i know what that stands for yeah like give me a fucking final fantasy like an old school pixel final fantasy i will play it for hours believe it or not i have yet to play Final Fantasy 3, which is technically 6 here in the US, which is supposedly like the greatest Final Fantasy of all time.
1: This probably means something to one person that's listening. Ryan. Yeah. For Wells and I, and probably 90% of our listeners, we're all asleep.
0: Okay, and then Pow World, which is Pokemon with guns. It's loads of fun. I'm okay. enjoying it.
2: I'm, I'm still hung up. So if the game is called Final Fantasy, uh huh, like Final implies
1: last. No, 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 no. But there's... this one, this one's the Final Fantasy, right? But you played Final. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Final Fantasy Seven. I know you did. No. You had to have. That was like the biggest fucking video
0: game in the world when we were kids. Well, nope.
1: it's like you look at Josh and you say, no. so you, you look at Josh and you say, yeah, you're my best friend. But then you look at me and you're like, but not you. And like that's fine, right? Like you know, <laughs> this Josh is your Final Fantasy. And then there may be somebody else who's like Final Fantasy 2. And, and I'm like, you know, not. And that's cool. Like, I'm down with that. Like, it's all good. I'm not upset. Wow,
0: well, I can't believe he hasn't, you played 7. I
1: know oh, you Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone through it a couple times. Okay. I'm shocked. I started replaying it. Uh, they had it on Game Pass. And I was blown through it. Because the, on the Game Pass version, you could speed up the time. You know, yeah. like, like speed yeah, yeah. up movement everything else. And you could skip through it. Like, you could, like, all these, like, yeah, quality auto battle of, quality and of life things. Yes. I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. And then I got bored. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Hey, gentlemen. Speaking of media, can I interest you in a movie?
1: I mean, it depends on the movie. What are well, we talking? What kind of movie are we talking about?
0: Brewdog. Do you want to develop a movie? No. What the I fuck s- is going on, Wells?
2: Uh, man, there is nothing quite like a story about our favorite Scottish brewery to just get my blood pressure up, and
1: and it stays there. <laughs>
2: I understood that reference.
1: Up, down, up, down. So, apparently... Boy, does seeth seethe, seethe,
2: seethe. Apparently, BrewDog, there's going to be a movie coming out about BrewDog. But it's not like... (sighs) I mean, we should have seen this coming. They... BrewDog is developing a movie about BrewDog. Okay, so this isn't
0: like an outside studio that said, Hey, you guys seem like you're punk and cool. Not from the look of it. Uh, okay. Guerrilla the, the, the,
2: the, the <laughs> marketing. The film promises to chart the, quote, remarkable journey of high highs, low lows, failures, successes, and a healthy dose of controversy along the way. It promises?
1: Se- were you worried that I wasn't going to take it seriously otherwise? <sighs>
2: so this is uh, coming from the LinkedIn page of James Watt, who is one of the... <laughs> Co founders, more outspoken half of Brewdog. <laughs> uh, the movie is set to be titled, The Movie is set to be titled, Underdogs, The Rise of Brewdog. Go, go fuck yourself.
1: So, like, I, I can't get past the fact that the news is broken on LinkedIn. You know, like, LinkedIn like, Lunatics, baby! Like, like, the dumbest ass place to break the story of your movie, right? It was like that year that Tom Brady was like, okay, everybody. I'm going to make my announcement, but first you have to subscribe to this channel. No, we'll just wait for everybody to pick it up. I, right. I don't, I don't need to be here for this.
0: This first, is- you have to invest in crypto, bro. Then I can tell you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're going
2: to be making a movie about bre- They Brewdog dog is going to be making a movie about
0: brew dog, dog. And, uh, all right. And, and so coming next, the craft beer cast about the craft beer cast. Oh, yeah. We're I mean, should ri- we do a gonna... show
1: about doing the show? I mean, like, I feel like that would put people right to sleep. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm surprised anybody's still awake, even right now, and we're barely 10 minutes in. Yeah. So I, I, I can't wait to
2: never watch this. I don't even know you, if you I'm interested. You don't want to do a watch-along with, with our listeners like we did with the, the stone? I'm not even interested in a pirated copy of this. Like, I'm, I'm I'm good. I read this guy's name enough, James Watt, and I'm just like, fuck you. Uh, I don't want to hear what he sounds like. No? No, not at all. Fair enough. So, meanwhile, BrewDog is funding a movie about BrewDog. And uh, then what
0: else did they decide to do?
2: Uh, they are cutting wages of all new hires.
1: Well, of course. They've got a movie to make. I know. <laughs> how ah, can come you be, on, dude. Look, how can you be punk, you know, and edgy if you're making a living wage, man? Right. You've got to, like, suffer on the streets and be, like, slinging crack on the side. And right. Be, like, sleeping in a, you know... Hundred square foot apartments and, and giving like, hand yeah. jobs for crack, right? Man, and
2: and yeah, I'm like that Wendy's dumpster, God bless it. Um, it's done most of the work, I know. So, I Brew, know you just
1: like it for the handles.
2: Brewdog has been a champion of paying its employees the real living wage. Well, those days are gone. Uh, <laughs> moving forward, workers will receive the government's national minimum wage. Um, which is below the cost of living-based rate. Um, <laughs> BrewDog said it was necessary as part of an effort to return to profitabil- profitability. Now, keep in mind, no. yeah, they're funding a movie about themselves. Right. Um, and opened a
1: hotel here. In the and right. opened a
2: hotel. But uh, it's because they had a 24 million pound loss last year. Okay, that's um, not a lot
1: for a company that size.
2: Um, keep in mind, they are self-funding a movie.
1: Yep. But, Which they'll uh, probably spend more than $24 million on
2: Like I'm sorry this is bullshit I don't think they're spending twenty four million pounds on a movie That's, that's a lot Maybe. But anyway Stuff costs money So they've, they have in years past about, Put up a number of blog posts On their own website About it's status as a living wage employer Well of course those blog posts Are now gone Because they suck Um Yeah, so their revenue in the 2022-23 financial year was 321 million pounds, but they did lose uh, 24 million pounds that year because of increased production costs for Punk IPA and rising energy bills.
1: So like everyone else, costs went up. And so unlike everyone else, the solution is, well, let's just screw over the people who actually do the work. That sounds like a recipe for success now they aren't
2: screwing over their current employees so Uh, their
1: current employees are at least locked in at the rate they're hired at because josh is my witness nothing is better than the indentured servant employee right who has gotten to a point where they can't go anywhere else because they make too much money they've got those golden handcuffs and meanwhile the new people which i'm gonna i'm gonna make a broad generalization here yes a lot of the new people are coming in are going to be millennials and you know what millennials really hate right now is not making money so this ought to be fun
2: yeah i know i can't wait to see how well this is going for them in hiring (sighs) moving forward
0: when when are they going to get their camuffins I, I am, I'm I'm so tired of this place. I keep I know I keep <laughs> waiting for the other shoe to
2: drop and and they just keep falling up the stairs. How how
0: like Article One, we're f- self funding a movie about us. Article Two, fuck you if you want to work here because we're not going to pay you.
1: No no, only if you're new. We just don't want to do anything for you if you're new. So you're going to come in and you're going to know. That everyone else doing your exact same job is making is making more money than you. You're gonna bust your ass to try to move up, and maybe that's a way to get rid of some people. Maybe this will start, you know, they'll start shedding people. But I just like this this turnover that they're gonna have. It's not gonna be worth it.
0: No, it's not.
2: Congratulations, you're going to lower your overhead by just a teeny amount, but you're ultimately gonna get what you pay
0: for. All right. So and
1: there are so many other places you could cut costs, but I almost guarantee that what's happening here is someone on the board is pissed because they didn't get enough of a bonus.
0: How much longer is it before they have shot themselves in the foot so much that some outside a B or somebody comes in with a big enough paycheck that says you're gone.
1: So it's fake it so you make it and and I'd argue they've kind of made it to a degree. Oh no, they, they have. But they keep faking that they're doing a lot better. Yeah. And and I like to your point like this isn't I'm not saying they're not nothing but you know what where's where's the you know the the big global national brands that are just coming in and be like we're just going to buy you. Yeah, we're going to make you go like, away. like one
0: of the tiniest tiniest breweries. That it makes the most fucking noise.
1: Cause they're punk, man. They're sticking it to the man, man. Uh, but they're also kind of the man, so they're yep.
0: more than the man at this point.
2: I feel like Tool wrote a song about this. Hooker with a penis. Yeah. You know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <sighs> <sighs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just ready for brew get bought, go away. Same, same. You're Although, just... uh, speaking speaking of breweries that uh. I would love to see Go Away, but at least they got... McKellar! You know, McKellar, it's been a long time since we talked about McKellar on the show. San Diego-based McKellar. Oh, no, no. Denmark-based McKellar, because they closed their San Diego-based brewery. Yeah. uh, After a whole bunch of issues going on over there with personnel and uh, toxic company culture, this, that, the other... uh, McKellar pulled back out of the United States, although they do, well, out of San Diego at least, they still operate tasting rooms across so they pulled like out. 20 different companies. Uh, anyway, uh, McKellar is entering into a deal with the Carlsberg Brewery to... Okay. Sure. Uh, Carlsberg will receive a 20% stake in McKellar. And uh, they will... So like three bottles. <laughs> uh... The, for the CEO... Now, keep in mind, this is like the other twin of... Evil Twin.
1: It's supposedly the good twin, but really the bad twin. Because I, sarcasm.
2: I don't know, man. I, After reading everything about McCuller that I have, I'm more likely... I'd rather buy Evil Twin than McCuller.
1: I, I always thought... And I thought we talked about this like many moons ago when Evil yes. Twin was, was doing a lot. Yep. That the evil twin moniker was a joke it w- was a joke almost <laughs> out of sarcasm because he wasn't the bad guy the other dude was in blah 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 yeah yeah kind of
2: so uh Carlsberg will retain a 20% stake in Mckeller uh and this is primarily like oh we're going to help you with your Denmark based distribution okay sure We'll see how long this stands. Because that's
1: the thing that everybody's really struggling with is their Denmark distribution. <laughs> Did <laughs> anybody tell Stone? Hey, Stone, we found somebody that can help with your Denmark distribution.
2: I know. <sighs>
1: Jarlsberg. Sorry, I'm a little sassy. A
2: little bit? Yeah. A little bit. So, yeah, this, this agreement will come in into effect in the second half of 2024. I can't wait to see that percentage increase because if there's anything that i've ever noticed from one of these agreements they're never satisfied with 20 percent. this is no. just dipping their toe in the water yeah this will be a McKellar brand offshoot of carlsberg in yep. five years yep. i
1: wonder when we're going to get to the point to where especially with the economic pressure you know we're talking about brew a second ago and how you know they're their response to the world economy being what it is is we're just gonna quit paying new employees. You've got something similar here, you know, well we're gonna sell off twenty percent of our company for like distribution in one small area, I guess like whatever. Yeah. Like at what point do some of these breweries like like let's just say Heineken as a as an example. At what point do they start coming in and like we're tired of being annoyed by you. We're just gonna buy you and we're going to shutter everything
0: yeah. because
1: we're just tired of dealing with you. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Who knows? Speaking of multinational breweries. Yeah. What's going on with
2: Sapporo? Sapporo. You know, we've discussed Sapporo uh, a number of times in podcasts past. I've had one in the last week. And did you know that that beer was probably maybe, I don't know, did you check the date on it by any chance? So Sapporo has long ago bought stone, both uh, the Richmond and San Diego uh, stone locations, but they're getting ready to roll out like a specialty can design, but to let people know like, Hey, not only is this the year of the dragon, but also like all this Sapporo is being made out of our Richmond facility.
1: When I see tattoos, my immediately thought, my, my first thought actually is, Oh, You must be from Richmond, Virginia. This totally makes sense to me. I like, you know, you've got it. Heaven forbid, you're the girl with a dragon tattoo. Oh, you're definitely from Richmond, Virginia. I can tell. This is more of a,
2: (laughs) we're going to do like a a commemorative six pack. That's going to not just be like the standard design that you typically ignore on a grocery store shelves. (laughs)
1: I mean, the art does look dope. Sure. But you're telling me it's the same beer, it's just a different package. You know who does this? Anheuser and Bev.
0: I mean, counter-arguments, early... That's earlier darkness. Sure.
1: I, I, but...
0: I mean, craft, beer, craft breweries do this too. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But they don't, like... <sighs> they
0: don't make articles about
1: it. When you they. have a, a beer that is as giant and ubiquitous as Sapporo is. And I'm not saying it's the most, but right. it is, you know, but but much like Bud Light or Budweiser, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, when you have a beverage that is that much of everywhere and you just do the like, oh hey, we're going to we're going to do like we you know, we're, we're we're here in Carolina, uh we're doing Panthers cans. You got to have your Panthers cans if you're going to tailgate. Like it's just Going after low-hanging fruit to me. Are these, you know, is this cool design? I, okay, like the box art is kind of cool, but I, I don't need to go buy Sapporo because the box art's fun.
2: It, it It's more of a, a an announcement type of thing. We were shedding our traditional uh, six-pack holder for just a little while to get your attention, to let us know, hey, this is the same Sapporo, but it's not being shipped from halfway across the world now. It's being brewed in the United States by Yakuza in
1: Richmond. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I mean, look, maybe... I mean, it's... I guess you're going to get the word out this is one way to do it. With an eye-catching thing. I mean, honestly, I've
2: never had what I consider a fresh Sapporo, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's the number one uh, Japanese brand in the United States. The only time I'm really reaching for that is if I'm at a sushi restaurant. Right? Or,
1: or, 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 or. Or? Japanese steakhouse.
2: I couldn't even tell you the last time I went to a
0: Japanese steakhouse. I was there on Sunday. <laughs> so here, here is actually something kind of interesting. Um, up until this point, a small quantity of this beer had been brewed in the U.S., as of February 1st, anything that is in a six-pack will have been brewed in either Richmond or California. Interesting. Yeah. So, And, and yeah, this is the first time Stone has kind of, like, turned all the levers to full and said, we're yeah. ready. Full and, production. And honestly, like, to Jeff's point, if I'm, like, walking down the beer aisle
2: and I'm looking for something and I see, like, a six-pack of Sapporo Sitting on the shelf with this new design. I absolutely am buying this because I want to taste what fresh Japanese lager tastes like. I would love it. And that's fair. So I for one am looking forward to this.
0: All right, who's vitamin C and why are we excited about this? Have we not
2: had any vitamin C beers on the show before? We,
1: we have not had vitamin C beers. We've had some of the Divine Barrel vitamin C collab.
0: Okay. 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 Okay.
1: That's how you know the name. Okay. I was like, I kind of know the name, but I couldn't
0: remember why. Now I, so. I know the name because I see them on the shelf a lot.
2: Um, and I buy them a fair amount. They're a New England based brewery, Massachusetts based. Um they make some really great and, and price conscious hazy IPAs. I mean, okay. I'm not paying like an arm and an ass for it. So,
1: which is, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. Trust me. I know. Well, I mean, you know, like these treehouse beers that we've had, you know, a lot of them run $20 a four pack. Yep. And it, it other bare half, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and yeah, the other half shit that I bought. Yeah. Oh yeah. So vitamin C and that's vitamin
2: S E A, not the letter. I was to ready to open a second a brewery and tap room about 30 minutes away from their original location. Uh, it's wild that they opened up in 2019 and they're already expanding like this.
1: That's great. Yeah, but obviously much. they've they've obviously done well and they've run a smart business and they're doing good things. I love it. That's what you want to see. S E E.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I do think this is... And, and also, it. this is why like I don't believe any single one of these, like, oh, they're the best brewery in wherever. Because two months after they opened, they won Best Brewery in New England by, like, New England magazine, Boston magazine. that doesn't know a damn thing about beer.
1: <laughs> they were the only ones that entered. And also, like, one of the head brewers is a buddy of mine. <laughs> But and, they're the and, best and, ones. Like you got you guys need to understand these are the best ones. And we were all sitting on our couches watching football and maybe
0: voting multiple times. But
1: no, not even that, but like, you know, it's like so many of the listicles that we see and it's the here are the top 10 beers, you know, in America right now. And it's like, no, those are the top 10 beers that you have tried. Not to say that you haven't tried a lot. Right. And I'm not looking at I'm not asking to compare numbers, but you know, you haven't tried them all. Come to Charlotte. We'll show you around. So, yeah, cool for vitamin C very expanding
2: cool. into a new location. And yeah, now that I kind of realize that we have not had very many of their beers on our show, I will be grabbing some more.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited to
2: try them because they, they just make quality stuff.
0: Okay. Because, yeah, it's at least in my neighborhood bottle shop, I don't see them ever. So. Gotcha. Well, in, in mine,
2: they do. Okay, cool. I, I do see them a lot. Right on. Uh, oh. Speaking of breweries, but the opposite uh, breweries not doing so well. Yeah. So we talked about these guys um, back on episode five oh nine. This is the R Shea S H E A Brewing Company out of Ohio. Oh. Uh, they they had a uh, a GoFundMe.
1: GoFund themselves. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, that was what the whatever it was titled. Uh, the show. They had a GoFundMe trying to pay off this like 2.3 million dollar like they, they had an, uh, a loan that was getting ready to just balloon and they wanted to pay the whole thing off and I don't think things are going so well for them. How yeah. much did they
0: get of that two point five million they were asking, Mr. No, Rose?
2: of the two point three million dollars that they're seeking. So again, this is in November when we first started talking about this. Um, so, and this this article, uh, R. Shea Brewing considers options after like this thing fell on its face. Two point three million dollar ask. They've raised twenty four thousand. $237. So it's
1: like 8%. One, a percent. one percent, one, 1%. A 1%. So
0: I will say... It might be like a 1.1, yeah. but yes. In case anybody no. is, does not know about the rules of GoFundMe, they still get this money. They do not have to meet their goal. GoFundMe is different than a Kickstarter. Kickstarter, if a project fails, a project fails, the money is returned to anybody who backed a project. GoFundMe... It does not matter how much money is raised. Even if they raised the dollar, they would have gotten that dollar. Now, GoFundMe gets a cut. Oh, yeah, they do. Of that money. But yeah. they're getting a cut of this money.
1: So so they're getting probably like four grand. Good, you know, good for them. Um, man, oh, man. I, I Look, I, you know, we've talked how many episodes about... Bad business choices are gonna come back to haunt some of these breweries. We're gonna lose some good breweries and we're gonna lose some
0: breweries that we're gonna lose some breweries. Yeah, that shouldn't be around.
1: I don't know this brewery well enough to know if they're good or <laughs> right, if they're same. just other. But that sure does feel like a lot of uh, a lot of money to be asking your people to supply you. Yeah, yeah. I I
2: couldn't imagine being suddenly two point three million dollars on a whole like I, I've never run a business, obviously, but like, surprise, you're trucking along, but then like all these variable interest rate, you know, like debts are ballooning, and and now you owe two point three million dollars. Like, God, that but, that's that's more startup money than most breweries have. But Probably also, like,
1: you know, if you sign on to a loan that's going to have a balloon payment like this. You should probably start planning ahead and not like, oh, shit, it's due next week. Well, but well, counter- they did
0: plan ahead. They started the GoFundMe.
1: What? Like two months ago?
0: Awesome. <laughs> and I was going to say, sad but true counter argument. How many people did not pay attention to this balloon payment shit that caused the housing crisis? Crash. Be- okay, okay, because they okay. had these arm loans. Yep. No, you're That you're, they did not pay attention to. You're right. That they did not know what they were signing up for. And is that their fault? Yes.
1: Yes, it is their fault.
0: But they also got sold by a shiesty banker that was in it to make money.
1: Y- yes, two sides benefited from this. Yes. R. Shea benefited by getting the money up front. The banker knew that they were entering into a favorable deal for the bank. But if Arshay can't, like, you know, look, if you borrow from a loan shark and you can't pay it back and they break your knees. Right. I Like, I, yeah. whose fault is it? is it? Is it the loan shark's fault? Yeah. Because they offered you... You know, money when nobody else would. Right. At a rate that probably wasn't, but you didn't care because you just knew you were going to hit big on the Jets this weekend. They're not even playing. That's why that's funny. Yeah, I got it. I got the joke.
0: You know, it's 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 totally one of those things where it's like, yeah, I feel a little bad for them, but then again, I don't. Um, I don't at all. I mean, and we'll see. I don't think
2: the final chapter of this brewery has been written
0: yet so this article is paywalled my paywall is not killing it Wells do you have like what are their next steps after this thing blew up uh no because I don't
2: care was only able to glean like so much before the paywall window kind of uh I did go back to the fundraiser uh link and by the way
0: what the fuck is up with all these paywall articles everywhere all of a sudden like it has gotten out of control I know. Yep, it is so bad. And it, like, you know, it would be
1: fine if you would just pay every single news publication in every single region a, a small sum. Well, and what's hilarious, and I didn't really,
0: you know, it's inside baseball bullshit. But last episode, there was articles that were in totally different regions that you could tell were ran by the same paywall. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're just double dipping at this point.
1: But but if you know, if like paying to one of them would open it up for everybody, that'd be you know like it's it's the it's the you know streaming movie platform crisis, right? Like, okay, so I've got Amazon Prime and I've got Disney Plus and I've got Hulu and I've got Netflix. Although sometimes I don't know why I've got Netflix. And then, wait, do I? Do I pay for Hulu TV and then there's Tubi and then there's Fubo and then and then and then I'm like yeah. and all I want to do is watch this one movie. Where the hell is it? Right. Because like nobody can tell me because everybody drops and adds content left and right. Like I hate all of this. That's
2: so. why I own own movies, own yeah. physical media. Yeah, but
1: but you're not buying from Best Buy anymore because they're out of that market.
2: No, I'm not. So for physical media, I guess I have Amazon or GameStop. Because I think Walmart's getting out of that, too.
1: Yeah, and there's a, there's a GameStop-type company in the UK that's decided they're not going to do... Called Game. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, they're not going to do used games anymore. Yep. So, you know, enjoy the getting while the getting's there. Yep. Meanwhile, Ubisoft is like... You pay money to us, but you don't ever really own your games. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, so, you know, no big deal, right? Yeah, you, you're renting it. You them. didn't really want that to, like, actually own things by paying money for it, right? like yeah, that's you're, not how that... you're just
0: renting. Although I will say that quote was taken out of context.
1: Oh, okay. But, but, but was it wrong?
0: It's not wrong. It, it was... The spokes but not spokesperson, but the head of their subscription service to basically say, Oh hey, you should come subscribe to things instead of paying outright for things and they walked it back and the actual full quote, but
1: not as bad as the whole Unity thing, but like pretty damn close. Yeah. And you also was, look at it, it's like look, you know. It just, was it wasn't a smart thing to say. Like I understand when it's like, okay, we're turning down the servers for, you know, Madden, you know, oh5 Right. Like I get it. At some point, even, there, there's nobody using it. There's no sense keeping the space, like whatever. But right.
0: I digress. All right. So, last but not least, Wells, you threw this article in about Tiku glasses and they might be the supreme beer drinking glass. No. Yeah. Oh, Jeff says no.
2: Will. Yeah. So, this is a, a wire cutter, New York Times subsidiary uh. review about. About, like, why teku's like, we love this beer glass and here are all the reasons why.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
2: so there aren't very... It seems like there are so many different types of beer glasses out there. But, like, this was more of a discussion topic. Is there any sort of, like, daily driver that y'all have at home when it comes time to, like, pour a beer into a glass that you're reaching for. And don't tell me shaker pipes.
0: No, no. I was going to say, no, it's called the can. I rarely drink out of glasses anymore. Ugh. Rarely.
1: No, can't do it. Won't do it. Won't. won't, won't. I, I couldn't tell you what the actual style shape of mine are, but it, it's not a shaker, but it's also not a Tiku because to uh, me. Okay. So, so you, you
0: don't drink out of the can. Correct. Okay. Uh, depends on the beer. Okay.
2: If it's something that needs a glass, like if it's a nicer, if I'm just sitting at home drinking like four Narragansetts, no, nah, that shit lives in the can, in a koozie, and that's fine. But if I've got like a barrel-aged Imperial Stout, no, I want to like experience that.
1: I got a snifter for that. Exactly. I don't need a but, Tiku. But what kind of snifter do you use? It's a tulip snifter. Okay. It's not a Tiku. Okay. because what I found over time was tikus are too top heavy with that long ass stem yep I, like they're pretentious like a wine glass yes I, and, and I just I, you know I'm clumsy yeah in normal life
0: and then add booze throw
1: a couple beers in there and then I go back in and I put that glass down like and I and, I, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating because I've done this I've got the glass this tiku by the stem and I go and I sit it down on the counter to go get another beer and snap some bitch off. That's damn. So I was gonna say, out of
0: all the glasses, strong. Out of all the glasses that I've broke over the years, it's Benticos more than anything.
1: Or the dogfish head butt plug glass.
0: Yes, that one was notorious for breaking too. Um, you look
1: at that one the wrong way, never. They had,
0: yeah, they had two different glass thicknesses of that because yeah. I had like the Sierra Nevada one was one. great. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I'm talking about of dogfish head. Oh, okay. Like, I had two different glass thicknesses of that. Interesting. And one of them I liked, and the other
0: one was thin garbage. So I I, I got to the point where uh, I actually bought metal koozies because I drink out of cans so much. They're a monster. Well, when, when you're drinking IPAs, I don't know that they really need to go into a glass. Like, Dale's
1: taught me that a long time ago that... This shit doesn't really need to go in a glass. Let it hang out in if the can. Dales, Dales didn't teach you the right things, because what Dales is trying to teach you is you pour the beer into the glass, you cut a hole in the can, and then you smoke your weed.
2: That's exactly what Dales taught me, actually. Well, Eddie, or, or where you poke the hole, by the way.
0: Or, or you drink it all, and then you just smoke the weed and have some weed-flavored or beer-flavored smoke. How are you doing over there? You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. all right. I'm I'm okay. toast? No, just a little bit. Um, but I will say that out of... I do have a fairly extensive collection of beer steins. They're really, decorational at this point. Yeah. Ste- barely, steins are tough. Yeah. I barely drink out of them. Um I do have a couple of glasses from Mark. I do have a tiku tiku glass that is still around. It's the only one I've never managed to break. Um It's the Whales bro yeah. glass. And then I've got I don't know what you would call because it, it's not a shaker pint. It's like the 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 tall boys. And it's got the uh, Konami code on it. Yep. And that's the only. Well, sorry. And then finally, I've got uh, British pint glass because I love a British pint glass. Like, if I am having a stout, it will go into
1: that glass. This yep. has been what's in Josh's cabinet. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, this is
1: why I added. This but but shaker pints like
0: I don't drink out of shaker pints. I haven't <laughs> in, in years.
1: Honestly, shaker pints are a lot of times like when we have people over and we're all drinking beer. I need like I give everybody a different glass because typically like we're there to drink we're not there to dissect right and so everybody gets a different shape and size and pattern so that there's no confusion was that uh, your glass yeah who's who's that glasses? Glass? Who's, yeah yeah it, it, smart it's idea a, Actually, so it's it's like shakers like, like I have a couple specifically for that
0: and I will say sorry last one um, I do have Belgian glasses too I don't really buy a lot of Belgian beer anymore but I do have some Belgian glasses so there you go. Um, tiku, eh. Yeah. It, it, it's hit or miss, because like Jeff said, you can fucking look at them funny, put them down wrong, and they break.
1: So um, at one point, a couple years ago, Revolution had a special Deep Woods glass. Ooh. And it basically was the Tiku without the stem and the base. Okay, and I've seen those. Yeah, that one, I love. And I would love one of those. But it got shoved in the back of my cabinet, and I never remember to pull it up. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Wells, what about you? Like, I've hung out with you many times on many a Saturday. We're both friends. Most of the time, you put things into koozies. His mouth. I I do. I I don't see you actually pouring beers into beer glasses, so what... But if we're... If 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 you do, what do you normally use? When I I split
2: a beer that it's not like we're going to be passing the same can or bottle back and forth for every sip... On the left-hand side. Um... I've got a couple daily drivers. Okay. Um one of them is a, a a goblet, a pint goblet from New Belgium. Okay. That I have gone through, I think I'm on numbers three and four in the last decade. So I've broken two in ten years. I love these glasses so much because they hold a whole damn pint. Yep. And the 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 stalk, whatever, is like pretty short, pretty squat. So yep. it's like it's very heavy it's very bottom center of gravity yeah yeah uh it's got a little aeration thing i love that yeah um i've got a quartet of beer glasses from old hickory okay uh those are just old hickory (sighs) branded glasses but they're you're gonna keep those uh are they shaker pints or they're they're also goblets but those are 12 ounce goblets so if i'm splitting up a 12 ounce can or 12 ounce bottle, like boom, I you know split that up in half, or just pour it one into there. Um, if I'm drinking like a wild ale, like something that I really want to look at, like something from fauna flora, like and I just want to stare at it for a little while, uh, it's going to be a teku. Or I've got some glasses from uh, Torst, which is a beer bar up in, I think. Brooklyn definitely from New York I can't remember what borough it is Um, but that's an evil twin adjacent brewery those are thick like very high stemmed wine glasses with uh, pouring measurements like woven into this pattern Oh, so if I'm splitting up a bottle two ways three ways however many I know exactly what line to pour to that's awesome they are cool um, but ever since my brother moved out of the New York City area, I don't drink out of those as much anymore because because they break. Because mm-hmm. anything with that long of a stem yeah. is top heavy. Yep. If it gets knocked over, if it falls. I can't replace it now, so I have to be, like, really picky and choosy about oh. when I use those. But those are for, like... Josh. Because you guys
1: are besters. I get it.
2: It's, it's for any sort of, like, if I'm... Drinking a revolution can, and it's just me. Oh, right. so like
1: all the stuff that we got from the season pass. Got it right. Yes, yes, those right. All those went in. Cool. <laughs> no, uh, just busted chops.
0: One last glass that I still have to <coughs> this day is the snifter from Birdsong, the OG Birdsong oh, location. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it was on a Saint Tuber release. Uh huh. And. That glass is a fucking tank. It is a tank. I have had it for probably close to eight years at this point. Um, It it apparently does not etch in the dishwasher, which is fucking amazing for a glass. I have knocked it down multiple times. Never once had a problem with it. I say that now. The next time I use it, it's going to fucking crack. Oh, yeah. You jinxed yourself. But that glass is a fucking workhorse. And all this being said, I would argue this point that the tiku is the best beer glass because I don't feel like it is um, Number one, they're just so precarious, uh, and that's the challenge with them.
1: so uh, as if I don't do enough of playing devil's avocado i I for a long time was a big fan of the wire cutter, and the New York Times bought them, and it became very obvious that they really recommended whoever would give them more like reciprocal credit. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. Hey, um, complete sidebar. The I got the email about the final uh, Deep Woods Revolution drop. Mm-hmm. One of the beers is a uh, collab with Half Acre. Oh. It is called On and On Part Three. Okay. Um barrel age, blah blah blah. It's talks about uh, blending into a stout fluent in the language of barley wine. So very excited for that one to show up. Yes. And then the uh the other one that's coming is very special old Ryeway Select. Mm.
2: Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. So I will probably pick those up when I'm up in Chai Town in May-ish time frame. Hey, I'll be June. up
2: there in May too. So,
1: should be good times. Nice. The uh, extras go on sale tomorrow. Are, are, are
0: we gonna? I I know this should really be an off mic conversation, but I don't it's give all a all fuck at this fine. point.
1: Are we gonna re up on that? Because I kind of feel like I want to. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm in. I okay. mean, like I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it, and, you know, listen. until somebody says I want out. I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna, st- I'll, I'll do like I did this year. I'll get it, assuming I get it, and I'll say y'all want in for a share. Okay, boom, yep. oh, we're set. Yep. perfect. Boom, perfect. All right.
0: On that note, are we ready for break? Please and thank you. We'll be back in 30. Bye, no, buy, no buy. Mr. Wells. How does that work? Uh, well,
2: we've been recording, and we've been drinking beer throughout the uh, recording, so it's time for us to let you know you what we think.
1: Sorry, would okay. you like to? Yeah, I was to say no. I'm there,
2: fine. Jeff would love to kick us off.
1: I've, I've been doing this is a show too, where um, I do my best to interrupt Wells at least eight hundred thirty-two thousand nine hundred sixty-seven times uh, in one episode. In it's probably the thing that uh, honestly like, makes me the most angry is when people interrupt me. So, obviously, that's the thing I do to Wells all the time. And I make him angry. Wells, I'm sorry. I apologize. How I does la- no Buy I to work? I would like for you to forgive me.
2: How does no Buy work?
1: In the meantime, How does buy- buy- no buy I-, I will tell you. There we go. Buy no buy. There we go. We've been drinking. We're going to talk about whether we would buy this beer or not buy this beer. First beer up is uh, from Triple C. They're. I guess they put this out more than once, right? Like, is this like an annual kind of sort of release? I feel like it is. Uh, this is Barstool built for dreamers. American IPA. It's a nice, clean drinking IPA. Um, had it at the tap room. Loved it. Bought cans. Loved it. Bought more cans. Loved it even more. Um, you know, <sighs> heaven forbid somebody makes a good West Coast IPA in this world. This right. is one of them. Love yep. it.
2: Big buy. Wells? absolutely delicious easy drinking for a seven percent uh bonus points triple c for uh, and i believe this is a collab with somebody but anyway it's a widespread panic reference and i just absolutely love it to pieces like i couldn't love it anymore who's that i think it's like fiddling fish or somebody anyway yes
0: yes actually now that you say that i remember seeing the little fiddling,
2: poster. Fish. Yep. fiddling fish fiddling yep. fish awesome stuff uh, yeah, this is really good and I enjoy it very much. Josh, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of those things, again, had it at the tap room and then bought a four pack. I, I did, I, I felt like a monster, but then I didn't. Um, they had probably my favorite new iteration of a hazy beer. They made a hazy baby maker, Wells. You do understand that that means
2: regular baby maker is winter seasonal only because of that. Yeah, I know. but I, I
0: still haven't tried... Uh, I think it's, it's hazy maker? Yes. I need to go try it. Yeah, and it's gone now, unfortunately. What do you mean it's gone? Yeah, um, I kind of killed the last keg when I got a crawler of it and brought it home and had it by myself but
2: all right i'm gonna text trying real quick and see when the newest
0: batch is coming y- online yeah yeah, yeah. I, uh please do uh, but i had that and i bought a four pack of this too yeah. and fucking a I, like, what a day yeah because what like, a day
1: because i feel like i like baby maker i like flat brim but them together was like oh yeah how have you not done this yet yeah it's exactly
0: great. so
1: but it, this beer yes absolutely buy. next beer up Um, As we are contractually obligated to have a burial beer every five episodes. Yes, we are. Maybe not. Um, This is a collaboration between burial and other half called Esoteric Curiosity Inside Trivial Utopian Theories. It's an IPA at 7%. It's hazy. It is... um, this is a beer that when I, it is my second or third of the night, I really like it. And I decided to buy a four pack because I've got to bring it on the show. And then we have it here and I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I, I don't hate it, but I, I, I wouldn't buy it again. It's not my, you know, you guys know me. It's not my yeah. style. Well, would you, do you like this one though?
2: Yeah, I really do. It's exactly what I expect when, uh, two breweries like burial and other half get together. Um, I get a feeling that, like, Other Half kind of walked so Burial could run, but, like, I don't know what Burial would be like if Other Half didn't exist. Um, that said, these two got together and absolutely knocked this one out of the park. I really enjoy it. It's an easy-drinking,
0: hazy IPA from Burial and Other Half. Josh? I mean, you you tell me my two favorite breweries made a beer together? Okay!
1: Okay. I'll twist your arm.
0: Yeah, don't don't break it too hard, please. Yeah, absolutely, it's
1: fucking delicious. Of course, this is a buy. Next we're up. Uh, we're back into the treehouse section of the program, um, and I'm starting, to, I'm starting to wonder if like maybe treehouse is somehow like sponsored by Tropicana. Um, <laughs> so So this this is brought to you by Treehouse right yeah so this is I have promises to keep oddly enough I have promises is in italics and to keep is just regular font so I I don't get that Um, but this is a double IPA with quote unquote enormous doses of citra and nelson hops it tastes like orange juice and sauvignon blanc so like are you going for like a uh, mimosa kind of vibe here maybe I don't know it's 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 fine I, I would get this on a flight um I don't know that I want a four pack of it though um yeah yeah it's it's it it's just fine no bye
0: well s-
2: usually when I see I don't usually see uh as naked of a hot bill as just uh nelson and just Citra usually there's like Citra something else, something else in Nelson, or it's like a Nelson, like a more New Zealand hop thing with a touch of Citra to have just these two things together. I was a little worried about how it's going to work. And I think it works out just great. Um, I really enjoy it. Sometimes you don't need seven different types of fruit purees to have a very juicy IPA. This succeeded where, other Treehouse beers in the last show failed. I really enjoy this and I feel like this is like finally your return to forum for Treehouse. Can they keep it going? We'll find out. But first off, Josh, what do you think of this?
0: So, have you ever just left out a mimosa for a couple of hours no. and no, then decided, you know what, it's a good idea to try to drink that again. And now, that's exactly what that tastes like. Okay. Which is It is what it says it is. And it works. Like, it is like a undercarb mimosa, which is fucking crazy that it works in a beer, but it does. So,
1: yes, I would buy this. Next beer up. Uh, Next beer up. Treehouse's Juice Project Citra Plus Galaxy. Um, Blah, 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 blah. Transformative juice project approach i mean it wasn't like uh disruptive at least yes going back to the linkedin quotes um i like this one though i mean you know me i'm a sucker for citra i really like galaxy this is like a like super thick like i can't even see through any of it this is the haziest of hazies that i've enjoyed but i i like the hops in it and it's It's got some bite, and it's got some sharpness to it, which I enjoy because I don't like the soft, hazy IPA. So I'm going to buy this one, actually. Wells? Wow.
2: Our, the last show with those Treehouse versus this show with the Treehouse could not be, like, more different in terms of, like, how these beers were split because I didn't want hardly any (laughs) of the last recordings Treehouse. This one, I'm like, oh as as if I could like, uh, I have promises to keep even more. Here's here's this one. Uh, this is damn good. Uh, it does let me know. It's an 8 plus percent. Um, it does pack a little bit of a flavor wallet, but it's freaking delicious. Absolutely. Josh.
0: Yeah, this is, um, <clears throat> this is definitely one of those, hey, treehouse is still treehouse. Like, mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. When it felt like last episode, they didn't. And it's one of those things where you just, you never know, right? You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, especially from these hazy makers that are, you know, chasing, truck chasing places. Like, I can't tell you how many times I go to the slash r slash craft beer subreddit. And it's people with truckloads and i mean fucking literal truckloads of cases from treehouse
1: because you can get them easily
0: yeah which is number one insane and number two like not everything's gonna be a win right and and, and it's like we got through the bad to get to the good And,
1: and i also feel like that's the problem you get with the kind of the secondary fomo market we all want what we can't have and we all want like give me treehouse yeah and but i've If I'm going to make a tree, like, oh, but but I've already had Julius and Green. What else you got? Oh, well, we've got all these other crazy ones. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Steve, my buddy back in in Indiana, he's got a friend that goes up to Massachusetts, went to Treehouse, you know, and and we had some of their coffee beers. Yes. Because he was like, what do you want? I'm like, well, first off, I'm not going to see you for like probably two to three months. I don't want any IPAs. But also, like, I want to see what else they can do. Because while there is still a market for the juice bomb, no bitterness, we're calling it an IPA so you can feel like you're cool. But honestly, like, it's only an IPA in theory. Right. It's so <laughs> bastardized at this point that it's like, I, some of these I can't even believe we call it an IPA. But it's it's just, it's it's weird this world that we've come to. but whatever. It
0: is. And, uh, Jeff, final beer up.
1: Uh, final beer up. Uh, tree houses, very <laughs> hazy or, or also the, uh, oh, shit, I should have looked this up, but his name is, uh, the, the triple H, AZ. <laughs> paul, Paul Walker. No, it's not Paul Walker. That's the guy from, uh, Fast and Furious. paul of paul of Thank you. paul a A-Z. Um, the very hazy uh, double IPA from Treehouse with says It had to happen. Our most beloved beers here are soft, well-rounded, and ridiculously hop-saturated while balanced by our trademark fluffy mouthfeel. Fluffy. This is their most flavorful double IPA. It remains effortlessly effortless to drink. Tastes like overripe peach, overripe peach nectar, pulpy OJ, and the most delicious fruit cocktail ever. I, again, like I'm not like you have to like okay, so you made your money on this thing. Not everything needs to be creamy orange juice. Can we just can we just say that? That said, um, I actually enjoy this one for some stupid reason i like the hops in it it is again like it has enough actual bitterness and and just a little bit of sharpness to cut through the normal overarching softness that i get from a lot of these hazy ibas so i would actually buy the very (laughs) easy uh
2: absolute no buy for me i was looking up what gives the band-aid off flavor uh, chlorophenols. It's a, a water treatment issue. I I don't like this. It it tastes it tastes like I'm licking a band aid, um, with hops involved. So I I'm I'm running away from it. No bye.
0: Band aids, Josh? No, I'm not getting band aids. But we all have different palates, right? We do. We do. That's right. And sometimes my palate's wrong. It can be. And you know, out of the three of us, I would consider Wells to be most accurate. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people might disagree with it, but I have known this man for a very long time now at this point, And I would consider hey, him. Look,
2: I would not but, disagree but, with that. But there are some things that I'm like, that I can taste more. Right. And when you say it, like, I totally believe it. <laughs> well, i not say is, you is, should is, believe it. It's just it's just something that that my tongue picks up. Like I'm more sensitive to like certain off flavors in beer than right. Other things. Which,
0: which I don't know because I've never been to sensory panels. I don't know the things to look for to say, Hey, this has got bandaid or this is popcorny or buttery or, you know, any of that shit. I would love to actually do a sensory panel at some point in my life. Like to sit through,
1: to learn camera. what to look for. Yeah, to yeah. so
0: to actually learn what yeah. let, what to look for, because I don't see a bad beer in here, and that's what scares me, because we are kind of aligned a lot of times on these ha- these hazies, and like how much have I just been drinking Band Aid juice that I didn't know that I was. You drinking? guys are no longer best. But, but here's the thing, Josh, if, I welcome you. <laughs> if if you don't
2: notice it, then it's not there, right? Okay. But for me, I do notice it so that it is there for me. And that's not to say, right, I'm right. And you're wrong because you didn't notice this. It's you're just going to enjoy this beer more than I am.
0: And that's fair because I do. I absolutely fucking loved it. It's delicious. It is everything I wanted it to be like that last show was such a kick in the dick <laughs> from all the treehouse shit. King and Jul- this I is we all like
1: King Julius. Do we not like King Julius? We, we did. all liked we King really,
2: really like King Julius. Yeah. Well, King Julius. so there Julius were two
0: bad Treehouse beers. Yeah, but Still but like there it. were two bad
2: Treehouse. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bad Treehouse. Well, bad. 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 Two. That's not to say that they were made incorrectly or there's anything wrong with them. We just did <coughs> not appreciate what they were.
1: Was yeah. not what we're looking for. That's right. And that's okay.
2: Well,
0: it's time for I tap that.
1: How would that work? Sorry, I was I'm, waiting I'm, for Jeff I'm, to go. No, no, no. You're there he okay. goes. No, you're okay. I'm, I'm still on my apology tour to the Wells. So uh,
2: I tap that. We've been drinking beer throughout the course of the show, obviously. And of all the beers that we've consumed, what's the one that we would want the most on tap at home? Jeff, start us off.
1: While I very much enjoyed the juice project from Treehouse, um, I find myself, I, I, I bought multiple four-packs of Barstool, Built for dreamers. um It's like I, I don't know. It, it just is one of those beers, and the longer I drink it, the more I enjoy it. And um, I, I just feel like it's a it's a very excellent beer made here in town, it, not by an iPhone. And, and and really, like you know, like I'm not giving you shit about interrupting me. I mean, like Wells, I can understand because you know I'm I'm an I'm an a-hole sometimes, and I interrupt him a lot. And you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, Wells. I'm making very longing eye contact right now. Wells, and and, and, you, and you do Wells interrupt him quite a bit.
0: Wells, Any, anyways, Wells, Wells, I'm very
1: sorry. Oh, hi. Is I'm this my
2: sorry. time to say Juice Project Citra Plus Galaxy? Because that's what I'm doing. Um, as much as I love flat mimosa. And we, it turns out I do love flat mimosa because I can totally see where you're coming from with that description. That was a close fucking second place. That Juice Project had no business being that tasty.
1: Flat Mimosa is the name of my no-doubt cover band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh <Holy laughs> shit. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Reference! <laughs> Points. Uh, yeah, Flat Mimosa's got to win, and why don't they just call it Flat Mimosa? Although...
1: Because <laughs> nobody's going to buy that. Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: Barstool Full of Dreamers is fucking delicious. It really is. Uh, I implore you, if you live in the Charlotte area, get out to Triple C. Try that beer. It is 100% worth it. But, yeah, Juice Projects, it's it's mm, chef's kiss. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show, and apparently we have no music again because I'm about to break because iPhones,
1: phone. iPhones.
0: It, it's not even an iPhone thing, dude. It's, it's an the, old... No, it
1: is an iPhone. I can see it right here. It is absolutely an iPhone. <sighs> whatever we're at the end of the show where are we at come check us out on the interwebs go to crapbeercast.com. facebook.com slash craftbeercast patreon.com slash craftbeercast reddit slash r slash craftbeercast contact at you're going to get us on email or hate mail either one or hate mail at crapbeercast.com. wells i'm sorry
2: you can find me at all the wells on instagram josh where are you
0: Rate and review us on your pod, catch your choice, tell a friend, tell somebody. That is the most important thing. Word of mouth helps us more than anything. So get out there, rate us, tell people, and we will talk to you all next Thursday.